when we think that we're good at something, but we're actually not really enjoying it, we might decide to pursue it. And then we're like, oh no, we, I think we made the wrong decision here. And that's when we need to shift, right? We need to realign with our true self. Teaching creativity to me is so close to my heart because without being creative, I feel like I don't feel like myself. And the fact that I get to be able to help people to become more like themselves and do things they enjoy is so meaningful. So welcome in this new episode interview of the Claire Chibron podcast. And today I am so delighted to have this beautiful woman, Madeline Luke, on the show. So Madeline is a mindset and creativity coach. Previously, she was a tutor specializing in helping students generate ideas for their creative writing pieces. After taking the time to understand what creativity can truly do for students in this crazy 21st century, <laughs> she is now committed to show up on the Timeless Portal, which is her podcast, to teach aspiring creatives to overcome their creative blocks that get in the way of their dream projects. So during this interview, you will be invited to join her on a journey to understand human behavior, spirituality, and lifestyle, de lifestyle sorry, design to help you become the best creator of refreshing and meaningful ideas here online as both as a student preneur and an online coach. Madeline, I am so excited to have this beautiful conversation with you. Welcome on the show. Hi. Hi, everyone. I'm really excited to be here, here on Claire's podcast. Um, I've known um, Claire for quite a while now, and she's such a wonderful person to speak to. Like, not only was she my peer in a business coaching program, she's almost like a friend to me like now. So yeah, thank you for having me here on the podcast. You're welcome, Madeline. I am just so excited because this topic is so amazingly incredible <laughs> and very deep and, and very interesting and creativity can really be applied in many many areas of your life and so this is why I have like a lot of questions for you <laughs> I don't know how but I uh, <laughs> hope we'll have time to dive into each of them but first I would like to know what is your story and why teaching about creativity is so close to your heart? All right. Okay. So first of all, I'm very excited for all the questions. I'm pretty sure these questions are going to be very juicy. So what is my story? Well, I think whenever people ask me this question, I think I'd like to start off as when I was a kid, because um, in human nature, we're all very creative, right? We're all born creative. Um, there's a lot of us who may think we're not creative, but it, in actual fact, we all are. So I'm going to start um, from probably my earliest memories as a kid, which was when I was with my parents and I actually danced a lot. Uh, mm -hmm. I danced a lot with um, my parents. I danced Latin, ballroom, New Vogue. <laughs> you guys might be thinking, oh my God, that's like so old school. <laughs> but, you know, I loved it as a kid. My parents loved it. And it was something I enjoyed. But... Um, 
things changed when I stepped into primary school and high school because my parents were like, okay, this is like, we're going to put an end to your dancing because you need to focus on your academics. And this, this happens a lot to kids, um, not just me. I notice this happens to heaps and heaps of children. They love to do something and then their parents are like, okay, let's stop doing that now because studies are more important than everything. Okay, whilst I firmly believe that studies are important, um, I definitely don't think it's it should be like your whole life. Like your whole life isn't just about studying. So, I, but I didn't realize this at this time. I was such a young kid. I wasn't conscious of it. But as I moved into high school, like I noticed that I even got more unhappier because I kept doing things I wasn't enjoying. I chose subjects that I thought like would make my parents proud, like mathematics, um, chemistry, all these like very, I guess you could say very academic subjects. And I thought by doing this, you know, I could be respected by everyone. I would be happy. Everyone would be happy, but it was not the case. I felt so, so low, especially in grade 11. Um, I don't know what, how to say grade 11 in like, in terms of like American school, like, um, phrase. I think it's like senior school. Yeah. In senior school, I was really, really unhappy. So I decided to switch my subjects. That was the first, it kind of felt like the first rebellious act I ever did. Like as a student, I was like, I'm not going to do chemistry and maths. And I decided to choose very, uh, subjects that I think a lot of my friends didn't even expect me to choose like history and languages um, in the social arts kind of field um, but uh, even then like my heart really wanted to do very, even more artsy subjects like creative arts so I could paint and stuff but I thought you know okay let's not be too rebellious here let's do like something just related to social arts <laughs> and then by doing that I I started enjoying school a lot more and I noticed that um, in those subjects, I was being a lot more creative and my academic performance improved so much. And then when I moved into university, I decided to do an education degree because I honestly wasn't sure what I really wanted to do. Like I was just all over the place. I was like, maybe I could be a, you know, a designer um, or a graph, like something graphics but I chose education and I was like, okay, let's, let's go with it. And then I was so inspired by my lecturers because a lot of them firmly believe that all their students should be creative. And if I just suddenly started this whole journey of learning about what creativity is, how to teach it to my students. And yeah, that's where, how I pretty much end up in the whole creative, uh, the creative field. And I was like, why not start a blog about it? So I did. And eventually it turned into a business called The Timeless Portal. So you guys would know. Um, yeah. So teaching creativity to me is so close to my heart because without being creative, I feel like I don't feel like myself. And the fact that I get to be able to help people to become more like themselves and do things they enjoy is so meaningful. So yeah, that's pretty much my story. This is so interesting. And I would like to know what is your point of view regarding uh, creativity? 
for you, creativity, do you associate it with being realigned with your true self, with who you truly are? It seems like it was you discovered that you have a creative part because you chose something you really enjoyed to do. Yes, absolutely. So being creative is definitely all about realigning with your true self and what you like to enjoy doing. And I think a lot of the time, a lot of people think, okay, I'm really good at this, so I should pursue this. But there's a difference between being good at something and being good at something and actually truly enjoying it. And that it makes a massive difference. So I think when sometimes when we think that we're good at something, but we're actually not really enjoying it, we might decide to pursue it. And then we're like, oh no, we, I think we made the wrong decision here. And that's when we need to shift, right? We need to realign with our true self and understand what we truly want to do. And I think it's about thinking what challenge we want to take and that's worth fighting for. That's what I love telling my students. Do a challenge that is worth fighting for, okay? Because there's so many challenges out in the world, um, but pick one that really feels aligned with you. So yes, I definitely agree that um, being creative is all about realigning with your true self. Mm, this is so good. And I have a question for the people who join uh, your programs as a student, because when you are a student, I was there before and I had the exact issue where I was very good at physics, at a little less at mathematics, but really physics and chemistry. And um, yeah, I was very good at it. But the thing is that I told myself, I will never do that again. <laughs> I will never do that for the rest of my life. It's just like, we don't need that to live a beautiful and wonderful life. Nobody asks you to resolve physical problems and mathematical issues. Like there is, <laughs> no, <laughs> this is not my, my destiny. And it can be very, very hard to take a decision when your parents disagree with your choice how do you handle that what can you do uh, can you say to students who would love to do what they would love and they want to do but their parents tell you hey you have to do math and to learn german or to learn uh, arabic or to learn english and they don't like that and yes what, what is your advice for this <laughs> Oh, yes. I also resonate with your experience, Claire, because, you know, even now I don't like my parents have don't really understand what I do online. And that's completely fine because, you know, I think it will take a lot of time for them to understand. But what I would say to my students who like feel like they just can't find any time to do the things they enjoy because they feel like they have to please their parents is to is to even take any form of opportunity for you to do what you enjoy. And you know what the crazy thing is, guys, is that I started doing what I enjoy, even in the things I didn't enjoy. And you're probably wondering, how on earth is that possible? Okay, let me, let me just break it down for you. So I remember that I was not the best at Japanese. Okay, I, 
I didn't mind doing it. I love learning Japanese, but I wasn't very good at it. And sometimes I felt very low because I watched all my other peers being amazing at Japanese, right? But I found an opportunity to showcase my, my creative skills in the subject of Japanese. And it goes back to when my Japanese teacher was like, okay, guys, um, you have a homework sort of task and that's to create a short video all in Japanese. And I was like, okay, I'm going to showcase my creative skills, which is video editing. Cause I was really good at piecing videos together at that time. Um, I still enjoy doing it by the way, but yeah, we ended up actually submitting that video to a film competition and we won it. It was called the Bideo uh, Matsuri competition. So yeah, like I would say to all my students, okay, even in the things that you don't enjoy, how can you change the conditions in your environment to showcase your very creative skills? Because, you know, once you do that, you'll, you'll feel really confident and you'll be like, okay, this is something that I'm really good at. I'm going to try and do more things to showcase more of those skills. This is so, 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 so good. This is so good because it's like creating your your environment that invites you to show up and to release your creative self. It's like really like we love candles and 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 um, intimate lights and the beautiful setups and then it helps you to inspire to give your best into what you might not like but you know that on the long term it's good for you. Is that, is it right? Yes, yes, absolutely. And, you know, a thing I always say to myself is like, when I'm doing something I don't particularly enjoy, I'm like, I'm on my way to something even greater. Mm, yeah. And um, one of the, the benefits of embodying uh, creative energy on a, on a daily basis, on creating beautiful environments, on choosing the right things to do to constantly realign yourself. And especially as a woman, because you are a woman and men and women don't, um, don't act and don't live and don't feel this energy and this creative energy the same way. Uh, we, this is biological. <laughs> and so um, can you tell us a little bit about the benefits, maybe more, you feel more joyful, more in the flow, more attractive? Um, would love to know. Yeah. Okay. So, um, so Claire's question is what's the benefits of embodying a creative energy on a daily basis as a woman, right? Yeah. So I can tell you now there's so many benefits like I could honestly go on and on but just from the top of my head I realized that creative energy really helps improve my mental health in terms of increasing my confidence because I was like hey like you know I have the ability to create something as an individual okay I might get inspired by a lot of people around me they might help me out but wow like I get to like the idea started from me and it just feels really special right and this self of this self-confidence just like shoots up <laughs> and by embodying creative energy I noticed that I increase my focus a lot like in what I do because you know I'm very involved in the whole creative process and like it's just it's like almost everything around you just it feels like it just shuts off because you're just so immersed in what you do that's when you really know you're doing something you enjoy right and 
the other benefit of embodying this creative energy is that you literally shine <laughs> like you shine because people for sure will enjoy your creations and i think that's just like it's just so it's so meaningful because you realize how much creative power you have and how much impact you make you can make on other people and that's also a benefit in itself like it's not just a self gratifying thing it's like it's also it your creative power and energy helps other people too so yeah it's not only benefiting you but it's also benefiting everyone around you not only your students the people who see your creations but it might be your parents uh, your family your partner your friends um, yeah you 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 talk about something a great great point you mentioned this it's about the impression of being in a timeless space and is it the reason why you have created a timeless portal because when you are in this flow in this creative space you know i i often tell my 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 the participants of my program that you know time is not linear it's a new space and it is totally related to the way you feel and not the way you have to rush and doing things it's like it's not linear it's totally uh um, I, I forgot the world, uh, but anyway, it's, it's related to the, to the state of being. And how do you, um, so can you tell us a bit of, about this timeless space, about this weird sensation where you, you, you really you lose the sense of time, the se sense of space, you are, you are lost in yourself? Yes, absolutely. Okay, so let me first explain why I named um, my business The Timeless Portal. So the reason why I, I named it The Timeless Portal was because I really wanted to create a safe space for anyone to imagine and create and share your thoughts unapologetically without fear, right? And I thought, what, what does that safe space actually look like? And I just thought, you know, it, I like to think of people just like, like almost like teleporting. Right. So I thought of the word portal and then I added timeless because I wanted to, the things that I wanted to talk about um, on my website were all timeless ideas um, things that you could reuse again and again. Um, but it's also a place to explore your imagination. So like Claire said, like when you explore your imagination, almost everything around you feels like it just blanks out, blanks out. And you just like, yeah, it's, you're just exploring your, your imagination and it's, it's really cool what you can come up with. And when you're creative, you transcend time because you almost lose consciousness, consciousness, sorry, of your surroundings because you're so immersed in your work. And that's where your real magic is unlocked because like, you're exploring your mind to manifest those amazing ideas you have to your physical reality. And there's something that Claire um, mentioned as well. It just escaped my mind. <laughs> um, what was the thing that you said about, oh yes. So you said you're, you tell your, um, your participants of your programs that time is not necessarily linear. Yes, completely agree. Like similarly with growth, Growth doesn't just happen 
in a linear straight line because if it did that way you know it would honestly life just wouldn't be fun right like it would just would be way too easy i think i like to think of yeah absolute boring so i like to think as growth as like a spiral thing like it's more like a snake um or even like a snake that's like twisted um you can't see because you're probably listening to this but (laughs) if you could visualize like a snake being really really curly um yeah growth is more like that so um if you could if you could draw a timeless portal in an abstract way, that's what I would think of it. It's like a little spiral. And then you just, if you want to just unlock your, your creative potential, you just warp into it, into this new space. So yeah, that's what the timeless portal kind of means to me. Yeah. Okay. I understand better. And uh, now I would like to know when you, um, you uh you have your day so busy you you do your daily things and then you um how do you create a place where you know that you have to be creative at this very moment of the day how do you make up this creative energy creative environment and make sure that you can go easily in your flow what do you do uh, that automatically make you uh, in uh, can make you enter in the uh, in this creative flow. All right, this is actually quite an intricate process. Um, I actually taught it in uh, my latest course called "Manifest Your Creative Ideas: The Golden Mind to Action Plan." Because, yeah, like I said, it's really intricate, and um, but because I like I we only have so much time today. <laughs> I'll, I'll keep it, try to keep it very concise. So what I would recommend to the audience of the um, Claire's podcast is to first leave a, re- spend a really good time planning the week ahead. Okay. A mistake I often see is people just planning day by day. Okay. It's just like, all right, I wake up. Okay. Let's, I have to write down what I have to do. But when we do that, like, it's not really as efficient. Um, you'll, you'll see, you'll notice when you actually f- spend a lot more time to plan because I realize that when I spend a lot more time to focus on what my plan is for the week ahead and for the month ahead, like I can be like, okay, this is what I will be doing um, each day. And I can just start off the hour doing that task. And also I should point out that I am not very strict with my schedule okay even though I plan I'm not strict with it because I agree that uh, life isn't meant to be controlled like sometimes things happen okay we can't predict like every single thing Uh, so I always uh, ensure that I feel comfortable to realign my schedule and not get stressed about it like sometimes do things happen like um, let me just think of an example like Oh, maybe I have to babysit my nephew. Okay, let's just say that. Like, I, instead of being stressed out and being like, oh my God, I can't do that creative task that I was thinking of, I'm like, okay, no, my mind stopped there. There's always, there's always time to, uh, to show up to this creative task. And I realign my schedule like that. So, yeah, I hope that helps. 
Yeah, absolutely. There is something that I do also. It's like declutter decluttering my mind of everything, like doing lots of lists and listing everything, everything, everything. And just this simple fact helped me to clear my mind and to de-stress also and release a lot of a lot of stress. And so it's really related to this stressful daily life that we have right now. And even if we are stressed out, um, uh, what can we do to de-stressify and to say, like, create this space? So you talk about planning. Is it this thing that you do when you feel stressed? only playing or just another 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 thing or maybe another question or thing that we can ask ourselves for, for it okay that's a great question so um i wouldn't say i necessarily plan when i get stressed um planning is something i do as a habit every week but when there are moments where i feel stressed about um maybe a certain task or um showing up to a certain place like what i like to do is a spiritual routine and i think claire herself she loves to learn about manifestation as well and um i like to incorporate manifestation routines as well so like things like journaling meditation um and just to even get even more specific like just to show you guys what my journal routine is like um, I will use a very specific journal prompt that's tailored to how I'm feeling at the moment. So let's say I'm feeling really stressed and I'll use a journal prompt related to stress. And, you know, I create affirmations that relieve me of that stress. And I tie it, like at the end of the day, I always tell myself there are only so many things you can control and that you have to let go of the rest and believe that the universe is conspiring to give you what you desire. Like the universe always delivers. And when I always say that the universe always delivers, like it gives me so much comfort. And that that's when the stress just is relieved. Mm. And how, how do you use uh, your creative energy? Because your, um, so when you do this, you really stress and you open up to yourself to more feeling more emotions, feeling all these emotions circulating in, in your body. And I know that the creative energy is actually the source energy circulating in your body. This is life energy. And um and for me, I use this energy to really envision my future projects and help me to, to, to fuel and help and use this energy as a fuel to fuel my projects and be like, you know, like have a, a fireworks in my head and be like, wow, this is, <laughs> I mean, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. <laughs> and um, do you use this creative energy like really to help you envision even more and to be like, because creative energy, and I hope you get it, you get what, you, what it is because it's a very specific space and time where you, it feels like you can create absolutely everything. What have you seen in your life happen or manifest when you were in this creative space? Oh, very good question. So um, 
Oh, there's just been so many things that I've created in this past year. So I'm just trying to draw on like things that are popping into my mind right now. Um, I think the first thing that comes to mind is probably my workbook Um, because, you know, it's really cool to see how like far my workbooks have come and like how it's changed over time. So in the beginning, like when I was creating my first workbook, I honestly wasn't the best at designing it. Okay, because I was just like, oh, like, I don't know how to work this program. And when I started creating my second workbook, I was like, okay, let's really take the time to envision what this workbook will look like. And, you know, I started like envisioning the whole structure, the content, um, the design of it, the colors, like who's going to be reading this workbook, using it. And by doing that, like I attracted people who would, who are super interested in this workbook because they're like, oh my gosh, like this is for me kind of thing. And I feel like the whole manifestation process worked a lot better when I actually visualize how I wanted the workbook to turn out uh, compared to the first time I did it. Because the first time I I did, I just sort of created it on the spot without really taking the time to envision the end product. So yeah, that's probably the first instance um that instance yes the first um instance that comes to mind uh the second one hmm which one should i talk about there's just been so many but uh, let me talk about maybe an object okay because i think that's kind of interesting so i really wanted to manifest a film camera um because i thought you know i could challenge myself try to take analog photos and maybe use those photos for the timeless portal and I had it on my vision board and honestly it was something that I didn't think I would get until like I got a full-time job or something but you know I was like let's let's collapse time here let's let's not just assume that I can't get it okay let's actually give myself the opportunity that I can get it and I start reframing the question like how can I get this so by doing that and envisioning that it was already in my hands um the whole like the manifestation came to life. So that was really exciting. Yes. And I have uh, another question because you, you talk, um, no, you didn't talk about stress, but a, a question came to my mind and I was like, okay, but they are definitely creative blockers. And actually this is also what you teach. And when you have them, you can't manifest as uh, in a, in a in a flow oh my god <laughs> in a way oh, as fluid as you would like um to to do it or in the way you would like the things to manifest into your life and so what are or what is the number one creative broker uh, most of people have and wonder why their manifestation or their projects doesn't come to life oh the number one creative block that i've come across um there's there's been quite a lot of different kinds of blocks so i'm going to say probably the number one block is actually people thinking that they're not creative at all um which is quite it's it really 
surprises me, I think, um, because even in this day and age, in the 21st century, like, there's just, like, our world is changing so much because of technology and stuff, but I feel like we are still stuck in that same mindset of, like, hey, we are, like, we're just not creative. There's only certain kind of people that get to do these kind of things here online in social media. Um, so yeah, that's probably the number one creative block. And um, if you are dealing with this right now, uh, what I would recommend you to do is to is to write down all the things that you're good at. Like just write it all down and just to increase your self-worth here. And that itself will begin to increase your confidence to create. Okay. So things like, um, things that I did in the beginning was like, when I was just like, Oh, I don't know if I, if I'll get to be a digital creative, like I know Kimberly went, yeah, let's just say, um, I start writing down things that I'm good at and what makes me unique as an individual. And yeah, that's, that was my beginning to step step to clearing that creative block. Mm, okay. Okay. So you have said a lot of, a lot of things that we can start to think about, start to implement, to enter this creative space. Uh, this is really so good. What is the, the, the last, like the things, um, it's for me, for instance, I want to improve my creativity. I want to do it more consistently. I want to feel more aligned. I want to feel that I am a creative person because we are all creative persons because we have all created our lives until now. Even if this is the things that we don't like, we have created them. So it's just a matter of, do you want to create consciously your, the life that you want in the life of your desires? And so every single day, in what kind of state of mind can, can we be to be more in this flow and have more ideas and to come uh, and to not come and but to do in with more you know with a new essence with a new sense with a deeper connection with ourselves everything that we do even if this is not to create new things this is at least to improve our everyday okay so the first thing I would recommend is actually something that was taught by one of my lecturers at university. He's, um, I think, yeah, so he did a lot of research on creativity and he created this whole framework about the whole creative process and what it looks like and what he saw other businesses doing. Like, which was crazy because at the time I wasn't even a business owner, but he was like already using business analogies in an education degree. Um, so yeah, the first thing he recommends you, everyone to do is to start noticing what you consume every day. Okay. What, what attracts your attention? All right. It doesn't necessarily have to be directly related to what you're doing. So let's say I'm a, a mindset and creativity coach, like, like, I'd, I'm not necessarily just noticing things that are related to mindset and creativity, but I'm just noticing maybe um, I'm watching a film 
uh, or I'm watching a TV show and something the there's a lesson to be learned in that film or TV show that is related to mindset and creativity. And I can bring that lesson into my uh, business and teach that to others. So um, like Claire said, creativity isn't just about your work. Okay. It's, it's actually your whole life. Okay. It's not to, to give a holistic approach to embodying this creative energy in our daily lives. Um, we, we have to begin noticing, noticing what, what we're consuming, what we're even talking about to others is a really good thing as well in everyday conversation. Mm, so good. So it's making our everyday a tool to enhance our creativity because everything that we leave, we can use it to have a new tool as new ingredient to, to perfect our creative ideas. So good. Oh my God, that's such a good analogy. Like ingredients, like you're using different kind of ingredients in your creations. Yes, love that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are in the creative flow right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Even in a podcast episode. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, this is what I love in podcasts. It's like, it's totally different from recording videos. When you are recording videos, you are so much more in the mind uh, and in the thinking state. And when you are recording a podcast, you're like thinking, wondering, like you are in your in your space, like in your flow. Is it what you yeah, think? Yeah, absolutely. And sometimes I think like the coolest ideas are what just come up like sporadically, not when I'm thinking really hard. Like sometimes I'm just walking, you know, down the bay and I'm like, oh my God, this is an amazing idea. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and you know, my the, the podcast, I don't know if you do it like that, but some of them, I prepare them and some of them, I just like let's record and let's see what comes. And usually these are the best because these are like all the things I didn't expect to see, to say, but I'm like, whoa, this is so deep. This is a great analogy. Hmm, so powerful. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. Like I used to plan my podcast episodes and I've been yeah, I haven't been doing it at all, I think. Um, not that I know of. I might like write down a podcast topic, a few notes, but that's about it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So good. So where uh, these people can find you and can have access? Do you have some, uh, maybe a free resource that they can ha have access to, to to start their uh, their creativity journey? Oh, you guys are in for a treat <laughs> because I ha I definitely do have a lot of free resources. So you can go on www.thetimersportal.com and you'll see the free guide tab. And when you, oh, you get a, a password to this library, but when you enter the library, uh, you get access to this masterclass about well, you know, what kind of creative you want to be, a productivity guide, a creativity secrets guide, and a seven-day journal challenge. But on top of that, um, if you like more like things that are happening real time, like live trainings, I also have my Facebook group where I deliver heaps of free content, like weekly live trainings, and it's a different topic each week. So yeah, feel free to join there. I'm sure you have um, you have the link um, through. Claire's yeah yeah 
Yeah, absolutely. Everything is in the description. Uh, so good. So excited. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much for everything, for this beautiful conversation we had together, Madeline. You have something you wanted to add, something like popping in your head or one last thing uh, to, to share with, the, with your audience? Yes. Um... My message to you is like, it might seem really, really hard right now. Like the most difficult thing to just start um, as a creative. But once you make that first start, um, you just feel like an instant sense of relief and you're like, you won't regret it, honestly. So yeah, um, hop into, warp into the timeless portal, hold my hand and let's do this together. <laughs> and also um, you can also chat to me on Instagram at the timeless portal. Like I'm always open to just having a chat with anyone who is delving into this whole self-development world and wants to learn how to open up a space so that they can be creative. Mm, beautiful. Thank you. Thank you very much and have a great day or evening wherever you are in the world. Thank you very much for uh, Madeline to show up in this interview and uh, we see you in the next one. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs>